Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am Rosie, your host, and I'm so grateful that you chose to put me in your ears today. Thank you for being here. I have got a very, very special guest to introduce you to today. She is one of my lovely, lovely friends. Her name is Amy Innes. She is a mother of two. She is a health and a mindset coach. And Amy and I met for the first time officially. I think it was probably four years ago. We'd both been in the direct sales business that we're in uh, probably for a year before we actually officially met. Um, and We've both gone through very similar journeys within our business and within ourselves as well, overcoming different obstacles and challenges and being there to cheerlead each other and support each other along the way. And Amy has her own podcast. Uh, She coaches people. I love what she stands for and the message she puts out there. And I know that you guys listening are going to love hearing from her today. So welcome, my beautiful friend. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks so much for having me. And what a beautiful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> only the truth. It's only the truth. So, share with everyone a little bit about, well, anything about you that I've left out for starters. And everything that I talk about on here is about what life was like for women prior to having this moment of, I'm not going to do default. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I understand what default is, like, based on the system that we all grow up in. and. I'm actually not interested in that. Stuff's got to change. So share with everyone what that's been like for you. Yeah, of course. So I guess uh, one of the best places to start would have been my mindset. So prior to starting my business and going on my growth journey, I had a really terrible mindset. And so what that's led me to is to being really passionate about helping women to empower themselves with their their mindset, to know that there is more, that they can go for more, they can reach for higher. But that had to come from me being in a state of huge anxiety. I had huge anxiety issues. I suffered a lot with depression. And I just really struggled to... I don't know, to get about my day without being in a lot of fear. And I remember prior to starting my business, I was in a job where I was, you know, doing the default. I was working really, really long hours in a technically a nine to five job, uh, but I was an account manager running a area which was basically half of New South Wales for a publishing company. And it was supposed to be nine to five, but, you know, a lot of those jobs, as you know, end up being really, really incredibly long hours. Uh, So, you know, I was doing 10 to 12 hour days, long, long travel. And there was just something in me that really wanted uh, to like an escape to get out, but I, I didn't know where to begin. And I guess, you know, with all the pressure that I was feeling at the time, you know, there was huge KPIs that I had to meet, lots of pressure with little reward. I remember there was this one week where I had well, actually it was one day where I had driven around nine hours. I was pushing myself to the, I guess, such a, like a way, I was pushing myself way too hard. I was trying to prove myself. I was in an industry which had, I'd started when I was 24, but I was in an industry where there was an older generation that were in the industry that I mm. was in. 
And there was this, uh, I guess, this underlying notion that because I was younger that I couldn't succeed. And so I, mm. being, <laughs> being the, <clears throat> the low self-worth that I had at the time, I really wanted to prove to everyone that I could beat all my KPIs and, you know, really, really show people that I could succeed. And so I was really fighting really hard to climb this ladder. And yeah, and to prove people wrong. Yeah, yeah, mm. you know. And and it was such a driver for me at the time. And I remember I worked so hard and this one day it sort of hit me and I I had just driven nine hours in one day to get from one appointment to another. And I think it was the very next week I had my yearly review. And I was so excited because I'd met all of my KPIs. And even though I was exhausted, I was really proud of myself. You know, no one really expected that I would do that. Mm. <laughs> and I remember sitting in the meeting and they thanked me for, what, for everything that I'd been doing. Uh, but they informed me that there would be no pay rise that year. And that basically there was no reward for all of the hard work that I was doing. And I remember it was almost like, I remember this feeling of almost, if you could imagine a balloon being popped, it was just this deflation. Mm, that deflating, I yeah. Yeah, you know, and I just remember feeling like, what is this? And it was kind of the start for me to start thinking there has to be more. There has to be more for this life. There has to be like, like I was starting to look for more meaning, something that gave me more joy but didn't, you know, burn me out. And mm. I guess I started following the, the breadcrumbs. I was craving change. Uh, I wasn't really sure where where to start, but I enrolled in a health coaching course and started leaning towards what I was passionate about. And that was health and wellness. And I just had a feeling there was a better way, but I wasn't too sure of how or what that was and what that would look like. Were you uh, still working at the time? Yeah, yeah. Like when yeah, you were, so, yeah, so still working yeah, while doing this. So still yeah. working. So yeah, this was just something that I sort of was playing with on the side, knew that I wanted to make change, wasn't sure how that was going to happen, but yeah, I'd started on this path. And shortly after, I fell pregnant with my first pregnancy. And unfortunately, that pregnancy didn't work out. Um, there was there was some things that I went through with that. But through my health coaching, I started becoming really conscious of what I was putting on my body and really wanting to reduce toxins in my life. And shortly after that, essential oils came into my life and I fell madly in love with them, as I'm sure you can appreciate. And mm-hmm, Totally. <laughs> and I fell pregnant for the second time four months later with my son and I just had fallen in love with helping others. And as the birth of my son was looming closer, I found myself in a position where I knew I couldn't stay in the job that I was in. I, uh, well, firstly, there was so much travel in the role that I was in. They, um, but secondly, they were very non-supportive of families. And it was just something that was really, uh, I had a lot of fear in the background. I, I just really realized that I, I wanted to make change and I, I knew that this, you know, this was this, this catalyst. And so I fell in love with the oils. Uh, I was just about to give birth to my son and we were in a really scary financial situation at the time. We were in huge amounts of debt and my husband had just left his job to start his own business. So kind of picture this, you know, being heavily, heavily pregnant, huge amounts of debt, not a very great mindset. And I had to make change. And Then my son was born and I was like, okay, this needs to change. I started leaning into uh, doing my own business. So I was helping more and more people with essential oils. I was helping people with coaching and I was just really playing in this field, knowing that I had a short amount of time to make something work 
Otherwise, I'd have to go back to a job that I, mm. I couldn't stand. And there was so much pressure with that. They wanted me back within three months. Um, wow. Yeah, it was – I just – they had no concept of what it was like. I think because uh, I worked with a lot of uh, women that, that, you know, had grandchildren, so they were sort of past that phase yeah. of a young mum and it just – it wasn't something that it actually really about. surprises me that you, that you said you were working with women because as I'm listening to you, I was like, oh, it must have been a group of men. So that, yeah, it surprises yeah. me. Yeah. Well, my manager, my direct manager was a male, but it was a predominantly a, a women-based Female. company. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it, it was really surprising. So anyway, so there was just more and more pressure and I just, you know, it's like you hold your little one for the first time and you just don't want to go back. So yeah. So mm. from there, I just dove deep into not only starting my own business, but huge amounts of self-development work. And I became addicted to making positive change uh, in my life and then helping others to make positive change as well. So that was the beginning of changing everything. And from there, I just worked my little butt off <laughs> yeah. and turned things around. And as you know, and you haven't journey. had to go back to that job, obviously. No. yeah, And added another baby while you're yeah. at it. Struggling yeah. to figure out your purpose. I've been there and lucky for you, I'm a bit of a at helping people find theirs. Check out the Work With Me tab on my website, www.rosynerney.com and click on Find My Why. I'd love to connect and help you bring your why into the light. So what would you say on a personal level was one of the biggest challenges that you had to overcome in one I mean, you know, you had the time factor on you. So you had you had a time frame like if I don't do something, I've got to go back. Mm-hmm. But then once you realize, okay, you don't have to go back now. You've got this other income. You're you're doing something that you love. As you know, this industry and doing that kind of stuff is not what is considered mainstream or normal or mm-hmm. it's not what, what everyone does. So did you come up against any challenges with, you know, people in your life that were like, oh, you're doing that or mm-hmm. that just kind of questioned the path that you were on? And if you did, how did you navigate that to stay true to you? Yeah, definitely. And I think whenever you you start to make steps that's away from, I guess, the mainstream narrative or the mainstream routine, you're definitely going to come up with resistance. And I think one thing that I've learned is to realise that a lot of the stuff that you're feeling isn't your stuff. It's oftentimes other people's stuff. But the other side of that as well was not only was I coming up with resistance from people who didn't understand my vision, I was coming up with resistance from myself. And I think the hardest thing that I had to work through was my own self-doubts and my own fears and all the stuff that comes up that I was holding myself back from. And I find that anytime I feel stuck in my business, I really have to self-evaluate and really look into the deeper underlying feelings of why am I feeling stuck? You know, what what can I do to move past this? And one of the biggest things with starting my business was the fear of starting something new will always be there. But change happens outside of the comfort zone and you have to lean in. You have to lean in for when things feel scary and know that it's not always going to be an easy ride. Like there were so many days where I was like, this is so bloody hard. I can't do this. (laughs) And I wanted to throw it all away, you know, and I think especially because I- But you get those days like whether, I mean, you had those days in your corporate job Mm, as well, but in, but you know, in the corporate job, it's considered 
more normal, yeah, more mainstream. I think, so, and I think also yeah. with a corporate job, someone tells you, okay, you need to do X, Y, Z today and report back. When you are an entrepreneur, you don't have someone behind mm-hmm. you to report to. You have to be your totally. own. <laughs> you have to kick yeah. your own butt. And I think it's so yeah. easy to to go and turn up to the nine to five, uh, even if you are having a bad day because you're kind of like, oh, well, if I can just whittle away the hours, it's going to be 5 p.m. Mm. and I can come home. I think when it's for yourself, it's so easy to procrastinate and keep putting things mm. off and let the fear get the better of you because you, it's so easy to hide when you work for yourself, you know. Totally, totally. Um, so share more about like the doubts within yourself and then <laughs> things that you've done so that they don't win. Yeah, look. You know, I think one of the biggest things is acceptance that if you are starting this journey and you want to have a successful business and you want to have a successful life, you can't keep doing the same things and expecting a different result, you know. And I think one of the biggest things is you you really have to acknowledge that that's going to be a part of the process. And, you know, I think when I felt lost on my journey or when things felt really hard, um, this quote actually came up recently and I I love it because it's the quote is perhaps you think you've lost your way, but actually it could be a shortcut to a better path. And that's by Stacey Martin. And I love that because it's like you can sometimes feel so lost in all of, you know, in your growth journey and you can feel like, oh my gosh, this is this really what I want to be doing? But when you keep going and you keep holding on to your bigger vision, you never know what that confusion is go- is going to turn into. Like for me, I find oftentimes when I feel most scared, most confused, uh, but I keep leaning in and keep walking towards my vision, it may not end up looking the way that I planned, but it may end up better. And mm-hmm. the lessons that I learn from those experiences have turned me into a better coach, a better leader, a better friend, a better mother, you know, like I've had so many lessons that have been aha moments that have been like at the time I felt like I was <laughs> breaking apart but then I've come out the other side and realised that I have learned so much and not only have I learned, it's something that I can then help others through that are struggling in those same areas. Yeah, I love that and I think when you do that more and you follow those breadcrumbs and you take those leaps into the unknown and then when you gain hindsight, which always comes, mm-hmm. And you look back and you're like, actually, this is better than what I thought was possible. It helps you be more brave. Yeah. Yep. 100%. And and next time something comes up, you're like, you still have those fears. Like you can feel them because we've all had those stories with us for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And so they still come up. But because you have put in what I refer to as circuit breakers, like a few times before, you'll feel the fear and then you'll be like, but hold on a second. Mm There was time A, time B, time C and time D that I felt like this and I did it and every time it was better than what I thought or maybe it wasn't better but it led me to this opportunity or, yeah. or whatever. 100%. So I might just give it a try. But starting is like heading in the direction that you that you want to go following that passion is step one. You have to take the first step. 100%. And also I think acknowledging that growth is uncomfortable you know, you, you, I think it, you can, it can feel like such an ugly feeling when you're going through growth. And then you realize the things that trigger you, something that I've really, I guess, learned in the last sort of 12 months is, 
you realize that the things that trigger you are often there to bring awareness of the things that you need to heal in your life. And mm, I, I think it's just, you know, like for me, especially with the, the way that my mindset was before I started this journey, when I've started to heal those areas of myself, it's, it's like, it's so interesting to look back and see the things that would trigger me so, so vastly. I'd be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, mm. things would frustrate me, but I'd realize that they were just things that came into my awareness so that I could work on them myself. And I think if you, if you are open to, to realizing that they, that may actually be a mirror of something that you need to heal, it can help you so much more. Um, yeah. You know, like, I think I'm a completely different person to who I was when I first started this journey. Uh, and, you know, that, that's in so many different ways. Like I, but I think the biggest thing that held me through all of the hard times was having a vision of what I wanted to bring into my life. The vision that I wanted to change, you know, my financial state, my mental state, my physical, like it was just I had to flood my brain with that vision. It reminded you to, I guess, what you were aiming for so that when those fears came up, you were like, but going through this means I get that. Yeah. 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 100%. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your stories so I can come and say hi. If you were talking to someone like your old self, right, that was just about to start this journey, what would you go back and say to her that you wish someone had have said to you? Wow, that's a big one. To put it into one. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I would tell myself would be you create your state. You know, like our mindset is our choice and whether we believe we can or we believe we can't, that's what we'll get. And Mm. I think that that was something that was so key for me is that even through the hard times, I had to kick myself up the butt and be like, you can do this, you know. And and I I think that that was some some of the biggest things that, well, that was one of the biggest things that really held that and it was an anchor for me to see that bigger vision and be like, nope. I've got this, keep going. And I think so often when people are not conscious of what's rolling around in their brain, whether it's their their thoughts, uh, their feelings, if, they, if they're not aware of if their mindset is running in a negative narrative, it has such a control. And I think that our mindset mm, is, totally. if you don't have the mindset behind you, um, that if you're not working on your mindset, it doesn't need to be perfect. As I said, mine was terrible when I first started, but mm. You know, I think if you're not aware of wanting to make that change, you're going to get stuck every time. And totally. I, it's, it's, mindset is just so much. And, you know, I, I love everything. It just is. And I think, you know, surrounding, surrounding myself with people that were where I wanted to be, and that doesn't need to be in a like a, a physical state, like that can be you know, I was like, I would see people that were successful and instead of looking that in, looking at them in a, uh, I guess, a jealous way or a, oh man, like how do they get all this? I would look at them in as, as an inspiration. And so I would flood my mm-hmm. brain with podcasts of people that were where I wanted to be or had the mindset that I wanted to be. Uh, you know, I would surround myself with all of this positive mindset work that I could then bring into my own life and there were other things I did as well like affirmations and a a vision board was really key and definitely um EFT was transformational for me in my journey yeah just working through those those 
energy blocks that I had, I guess. But it's such a powerful tool. Oh, so powerful. powerful tool. Guys, just quickly, if you want to know what the beep I am doing here, check out my purpose at www.rosynerney.com and get your free Find Your Values e-course today. It's awesome. You're going to love it. So could you just share, in order to keep your mindset sharp and in the direction that you want, one thing that you do that is a non-negotiable for you? Hmm. Non-negotiable is setting myself up for a good day. So for me, a non-negotiable is I actually start my day with a cold shower. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yep. So I start my day with a cold shower, which kickstarts me into action. Um, And then I follow through with a bit of a a routine of having a hot cacao. I set the intention to have a really positive day, but I take that time. You know what I mean? With two small kids, it's not always perfect. Like it could be like 10 minutes, but it's me like, okay, this is what I need to do today. And taking time to breathe is really important for me. And yeah, it doesn't need to be a long period, but setting myself up with my cold shower and then creating a bit of a routine that's just for me, I've found has been transformational in, in, I guess, having a really creative day. And once I've had a cold shower, it really kickstarts me into a clear mind. And the reason I do that is because I had gotten myself into a bit of a, a state where I was really stuck, getting stuck. And I guess I was getting into a, a comfortable routine where I'd kind of be in my pajamas for too long and then I'd kind of sloth about and mm. get to be a bit wild. <laughs> and I just yeah. like half the day yeah. was gone. But then I found when I started implementing this into my life, it was that immediate kickstart, okay, ready to go, let's do this. And it doesn't need to be hardcore, but it was just that fresh, clean state slate that I felt. Um, yeah, I love it, and it's training yeah. your brain as well. Like as soon as your as soon as your body feels that, it's anchoring it with a physical sensation and being like, okay, I've felt this now. This is what the next steps are. So creating yeah. that new neural pathway. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your story. I'm so grateful to have had you on the show. Where can people come and find you on? at your website and your socials. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks so much for having me. Uh, the best place to find me would be uh, Instagram, which is at Health, and my website is amyinnis.com. And your podcast? Oh, yeah, of course. And my podcast is Uplevel Your Life. <laughs> on iTunes now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again for being here and thank you everyone for listening. Make sure you go and check Amy out and I will catch you on the next episode of the podcast. So guys, shameless plug here because I would love, love, love you to help me help others figure out what the beep they are doing here. Please rate this podcast with five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you so much in advance. I am so grateful for your support.